Big thanks to our title sponsor, Blooming Smiles Pediatric Dentistry. Dr. Arpita Patel has a beautiful, modern, and upscale pediatric dental office in Charlotte, North Carolina. She and her experienced staff treat children of all ages and special needs patients. They create a comfortable, stress-free, and memorable dental experience for both the child and parent, starting with earning your child's trust and always catering to their individual needs. They're proud to offer the Waterlays Plus laser system they call Princess Poppy. It's an alternative method, which means no injections, shots, or drills. They genuinely share kindness, patience, Compassion and fun. Who you calling crazy? Welcome to Who You Calling Crazy. This is a unique mental health podcast. We are erasing the stigma and elevating and normalizing dialogue around mental health. Of course, we'll be sharing practical therapy tips, but most importantly, we'll be diving into the stories and vulnerability of people you know or want to know. I'm your host, Juliette Kuhnley. Um, thank you so much for having me, Juliet. Um, my name is Whitley Atkins, and I'm a Charlotte-based stylist, a fashion stylist, and a wardrobe stylist. Um, so I specialize in personal styling, which means that I get to work with amazing people who reach out to me to ask me to help them get dressed so they can look their best and um, feel their best and therefore emulate their best to the world. And then I also handle um, creative direction and production for photo shoots and serve as the style editor for South Park magazine. Yeah, your eye is incredible. So do you do you get this a lot where because I'm about to say this to you, where like, I actually showered and did all the things because I was like, Oh, my God, I'm gonna be with Whitley. Like, I can't wear my yoga clothes. Like, do you hear that a lot? Where like, I threw yeah. on my leather jacket for you? Like, for sure. Well, you I, well, I love your personal stuff. Um, <laughs> awesome that everyone has their own sense of style. And That's right have to like look a certain way I mean your hair obviously has always been a part of your personal style and yeah uh, to answer your question yes people do say that but I mean I the last two night the last two days have um, lived in the same outfit um, because I've been fundraising and I want to be comfortable and so I've literally lived in the same outfit until um, today because I went out and saw the world. <laughs> Let's just dive into like the first question. So when I say mental health, I just want to know like what that means to you. Um, and then maybe if you can speak to that from like pre pandemic to now, what is it mental health meant to you during the pandemic? Um, I think that it uh, is for me when I hear that phrase, an overall state of well being. Mm -hmm. um, that that's sort of my summary. My summary. Yeah. 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 That it's just kind of like how I'm doing, how a person is doing. Yes. Yeah. And so like for you, what has that journey looked like? Whatever you're kind of comfortable sharing or like what? Yeah. I'm going to need you to give me some tight parameters. I mean, yeah. I've been about this a lot. I mean, I have all these notes and I've yeah. talked to friends of mine today who, who know me very well. To, yeah. How do you think I should answer this? You know, hey, me. there's such a presentation that we put out there to the world. Right. And uh, we curate it. And so even like the last couple of days when you revealed that your sweet little guinea pig died and and you you were open about that grief, like yeah. sometimes even that feels like, God, is this too much for my Instagram people to hear? Well, that really was <laughs> much of a, um, a concern for me as it was, you know, how do I how do I portray myself to my child in this moment? Um, I have two boys ages nine and 11 you know, do I, uh, get it together, you mm -hmm. know, be a mom, 
uh, and fake it, fake mm -hmm. something else other than myself, because my real emotions were I yes. tears when I found the guinea pig um, in the cage. And yeah. I will tell you, Julia, that I reached out to a lot of friends to ask Good. them for advice. And, you know, 90% of them, uh, including those have known me since um, I was five, um, they shared their own experiences, but they encouraged me to be authentic with my feelings. And it's not going to hurt my child to see his mother have feelings. And also maybe it will encourage him to not be afraid to share his feelings as long as they're done. Exactly. You know, a safe. Exactly. Thing. Exactly. But even just the fact that it's like, well, what do I do? Right. I think that's sort of the point of what draw, drew me to, kind of create this series is like, why is that something that we, we don't just inherently know? <laughs> like we know if we injure ourselves when we're out running to go to the doctor, but maybe some of these things that happen just around like our mental health or our emotions, we're not sure what to do with it because we don't really talk about it that openly. But I love that you have your support that you can go to and your friends that you can go to and um, that you do. I mean, it feels like what we see is what like is you, like you keep it real. <laughs> Thank you. And, I work really hard at that, honestly. Um, I mean, I I work really hard, and I don't think that, you know, it's not my responsibility. It's my right to portray myself to the world as I want to, but mm -hmm. I always want to uh, portray myself in a way that is 100% authentically me. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I've heard that, you know, I had a client recently tell me that I come across as, can be intimidating and um mm. you know that was hard for me to hear and i've heard it before but it's hard for me because i am filled with insecurities and um i mean uh, too way too much for this conversation and so <laughs> i i want even though i don't owe it to anybody that doesn't know me i still yeah. really important to me i because I care so much about other people's feelings. I want people to know that I am, I, I think I'm very down to earth and I'm just a normal person and um, I'm filled with insecurities. And just because I have like clothes that might tell you otherwise, mm -hmm. doesn't mean that I don't have all these things that you don't know about. Right. Or just, yeah, the, the what's underneath and the, um, the human experience that we all have right I mean I say that to people all the time like maybe you've not been through this particular thing somebody else has been through but you know what fear feels like or you know what loneliness feels like like you we all have those shared experiences and if you you don't make it through this life without some level of suffering <laughs> for sure, so, mm -hmm. yeah so I yeah I, I think it's probably and what I was curious kind of to hear from you is you know your yeah. job is to curate and present uh, an image for people, you know, whether it's um, in a magazine, like a literal image of, of that is eye catching or, uh, you know, uh, aesthetically pleasing. And so sometimes that may feel like it's, it contradicts um, or is incongruent with some of those other feelings. But so how do you, you know, what, what do you notice in your industry um, kind of around mental health? Like what are some insights specific to that since your, your job is to present kind of this picture perfect thing? Um, gosh, <laughs> I, you know, okay, I will, I will say this. For me, it is art. It is not some fake, mm. uh, or it is not some, some created illusion of a picture perfect mm. 
situation. It is, it is art. I mean, whether it's for a magazine or it's, you know, if I'm the subject and it's on the queen city style, you know, for me, it is just a form of art. I mean, I'm, I am trying to portray on the queen city style, which is the images with me and my outfits are, you know, this, I am marketing my product and my mm-hmm. brand and I am not the stylist who has ever been in a position to hire someone to get my name in magazines mm-hmm. or in jobs. I mean, I've, I've done this in my basement from day one mm-hmm. and you know, like Coco Chanel said, I am first and finally my only model and mm-hmm. it, it was free. Uh, my sir, my, you know, I am free. Yeah what I had. So for me, it's never about trying to create an illusion right. of, of, of something. It's just, it's or being just, tied to some outcome. Yes. It's just, yes. Hurt. but, um, you yes. know, I think I'm very well aware of, you know, and I think that's why I'm always torn Juliet, because I, even though I can't know people super personally, I think that I try to use, um, my Instagram as a a means of storytelling and Mm -hmm. try things like, you know, I went on a vacation and, you know, wore the same sports bra three days in a row and (laughs) watched them because, you know, I'm not the girl that's going to travel with a giant suitcase and big all that stuff. But, you know, (laughs) yeah, again, that authenticity, like, you know how to turn it up when you need to, but (laughs) Yeah, right. it also just staying down to earth, like you said. And I love that there's so much freedom and permission when we let go of being tied to the outcome. And like, so you kind of pointing out, this is art. Art is subjective. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that you just kind of give yourself permission to do that. Um, yeah, and I mean, the other thing, so what jumps out to me, and this is me just kind of making assumptions or or, or stereotypes or whatever, but I, I am an eating disorder therapist, body image therapist, um, and several other clinicians on my team are as well. Um, and so I just wonder how that plays into, you know, into the industry, um, the body image component. And just if you could speak to that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I, um, certainly there are, you know, probably are eating disorders all around. Um, I mean, I remember growing up and I remember, you know, knowing girls who had those experiences. Mm -hmm. I think if you don't have an eating disorder, um, uh, as a woman, um, as a woman in Charlotte, as a woman in the age of Instagram, um, you know, mm. more than ever, there is this, you know, illusion of, um, you know, pr- pretty things and mm-hmm. um, you know, trying to keep up. And I think that um, mm. we are, you know, I think that we are all struggling to, um, to, to feel, you know, feel a certain way and you know clothing is just one way that you can communicate um mm-hmm. to the world but um you know i will say that in my work you know i don't it doesn't matter if you're a size two or a size 16 i mm-hmm. think a lot of women don't necessarily always feel like they they look their best when they look in sure. the mirror naked they don't always or even in their clothes they don't yeah. always see like the person that they were or who they think they are in their prime and so and we tend to be our own worst critics right so oh so, yeah. you know 
want, when people call me to work with them, whether it's a male, a female or a male, you know, what I really want to encourage people to do is meet themselves where they are and please start where you are right now. Look at yourself in the mirror and start where you are and let's build on what we have right in front of us. And if mm -hmm. it's rid of clothes that fit you 10 pounds ago, um, 10 years ago, or even three years ago, you are doing yourself a disservice, you know, having these things right in front of you and staring at you because what you're, what you're thinking is um, you're looking at your, your shortcomings instead of your opportunities mm. and you know, get rid of those things. Do yourself a favor. Love mm. your focus on what you do have and all the amazing things that you do mm. have. Yeah. We talk so much about like the different components of our, that make up our self image, right. And body image is just one piece of that. And then within body image, even there are so many different layers. So like clothing expression is mm -hmm. one of those. And like, so just kind of going back to maybe even pivoting yeah. away from body image per se, but just what, how we use, like you said, hairstyles or clothes or whatever to express is, is powerful. And again, when we let ourselves do that and not feel like we have to conform necessarily to trends or, um, you know, whatever. And that's, again, something I've always admired about you that like, you're bold. And I'm like, you know, looking at things that you put together, I'm like, that works. And I would have been like, the hell like that could never have done that you know but that's the thing is like you think outside the box and you give permission for that and then somebody goes out and feels that boldness or that creativity or whatever it might be well thank you i i, I that's what i ultimately want to do is give people permission and yeah. even I mean, most people do say i could never pull that off or if mm -hmm. my i never i never would have put that together mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and it's like permission yes and then, and then they, and then they experiment and they start to do it themselves. And yeah. then they don't call me back because over time, because they don't need me. And it's yes. wonderful and it's beautiful. <laughs> yes. And a lot of that is about rejecting some of just like the societal messaging. So that would be body image or just here's what's in. Like, it's more of like a, you do you, <laughs> you totally. do, if you feel good in this, then you own it. And people can sense that. So you may walk, walk out in something that they think is wacky, but if they sense that confidence in you, they're sort of like, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So I Absolutely. love that as a, as a, an extension of expression for sure. Okay. Totally. What is your go-to self-care? Uh, well, um, running is yeah. a big one. Um, that is a major outlet for me. Um, yep. need, exercise every single day. I need to sweat every day. Um, getting a good night's sleep is mm -hmm. um, something I struggle with because I get so excited in my job and I have a so excited about anything that I do. Yeah. I'm passionate about and it's hard to turn it off. Everything I do I'm passionate about or I'm not going to do it. So, so sleep would be the number one thing that I covet um, more yeah. than anything. And running is a big one. And then I think another big form of self-care for me is um, I try to always put myself in arenas that will allow me to um, meet new people that are always interesting mm. and that help me be creative. And then if I am ever in a position to use my platform uh -huh. or 
everything about me to help someone else achieve their goals, whether it's personal goals, um, helping someone, you know, embrace who they are or professionally, I would say that helping others usually allows me to feel good on the inside. And yes, yes. <laughs> so a couple of things that couldn't jump out to me with that, like the creativity piece, I really feel that creativity gets stifled out of us as we get older, right? It becomes like, you know, when you're a kid, it's totally fostered. And, but then as we get older, it's like, you're coloring, like, or you're, you know, you're like, it gets stifled out of us. And that's really sad. And so again, that's, that's, what's cool about like, jobs like yours, too, like you get to do that and you get to lean into it. And again, encourage other people to do that. Um, so anyway, that's just another nod to like, find ways to be creative adults. It's okay. Um, yeah, I, mm -hmm. I, I create ways to be creative. Like, mm -hmm. and I don't, I, I'll stop there because I don't know where you're going with this, but um, I yeah. definitely creating ways to be creative keeps me like alive. <laughs> good. And that's good that you know, that's a value of yours and that you honor that. And I, yeah. and I think sometimes we don't allow ourselves that opportunity. Um, and there was something else you had said too about, um, about that. I'll, I'll remember in a second. So, okay. Oh, the running, just like, when you say like, I need to sweat, is that um, part of that a mood thing? Like for me, um, with my anxiety, I have to sweat every day. Like I have to kind of flush out that energy for yeah. you. Yeah. It probably, you know, I, it certainly is. But I think, Juliet, I've been in movement my entire life. I mean, I was a tomboy and grew up in a neighborhood of boys and I ran and tried to keep, I mean, that's probably part of my, like I've always, I, as a child, I always tried to keep up and I was yeah. always Boys, so I had to be yeah. you know, faster. So, you know, I think sort of being in movement, both figuratively and literally, um, is something that helps me feel like a good night's yes. sleep. Yes. You know. Yeah. That's just kind of your homeostasis. You need that. I love the real talk. And my whole thing is like, people may call this kind of like woo woo, psychobabble, whatever. I feel like this is so authentic. And that's what we need more of. We just have to normalize it. So thank you. Keep this I mean please 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 keep doing this I mean I like I said I had multiple conversations with my fellow artist friends and there's so much more that I could say oh that my gosh yeah I'm for but I just I want you to know how important it is because I am personally filled with all kinds of struggles and insecurities and um, I just think it's um, important to talk about it and yeah. you know Love, just love, love. Yeah, and I am too, right? And that's not, that doesn't make us weak or broken or anything. So the vulnerability is brave and that's what I'm hoping to get out of it. Do you have a signature style that shows up as a form of your self-expression? Or maybe yours is that it changes based on your mood. So you keep them guessing. Think about how you feel when you wear certain things that you feel good in, your body language, assertiveness? Do you show up in the world differently? How do you share yourself with others, you guys? This is self-expression. Does it change based on who you're around and your comfort level with those people? Or how does it shift based on what you're trying to project or portray? Self-expression is a display of our individuality, and it's also a way in which we learn about each other. It hints about our personalities, character, spirit. It's a personal expression of our feelings and our thoughts and ideas, and it can be through not only our clothing, but our words, our hairstyles, art forms, facial expressions, possessions. 
when we lean into self-expression and it's truly for us, so not because it's part of a trend or what we think others want to see, for example, then it positively affects our mood and our cognition and our behavior. Authentic self-expression is how we embrace who we truly are and share that with the world. So take a challenge this week to really practice your self-expression skills. Emulate someone you admire or tap into your own exploration of your personal values or creativity. Maybe notice when you're self-conscious and consider what it might be like to let that go. And what do they say? Dance like no one's watching. (laughs) What might you wear this week that's really uniquely you? How might you style your hair? Are there any possessions you might carry or show? Are there thoughts and ideas or emotional experiences you can share with someone that, again, are uniquely yours? I love it. Whitley's right. Mine is uh, my blue hair. That's a piece of my self-expression that makes me feel confident. And it says that, hey, I've got I've got swagger. You know, I may be coming up on 40 in a few years and have two kids of my own. But um, don't worry, I still got my edge. (laughs) So what's yours? Thanks for listening. So who are you calling crazy? I think you mean human. We are removing the stigma, y'all. Say it loud and proud. Yep, I go to therapy. Again, huge thank you to our sponsor, Blooming Smiles Pediatric Dentistry. Just check out the Google reviews for Dr. Arpita Patel to see how great she is with kids. They truly offer a holistic approach to ensure for every patient the well-being of mind, body, and spirit.